Hello and welcome to another Christian podcast. Before we get into today's episode, we have a quick update for you. So this episode was originally recorded a week before our first release, so there were a few differences. Jordan is not on this recording. This is before he had all of his equipment and we weren't sure if we were going to use this content, but we've decided it's good enough to release, so we want to put this out there for you guys. We also want to say welcome to listeners in Australia, the USA, Canada, Poland, and Japan, as well as the UK. Welcome to you all. Thank you for listening. In the next episode, we're going to be running a competition, so make sure you're keeping an eye on our social media, on our Instagram and our Twitter for more information regarding that. And from today, or every other Friday, so make sure you are following us for the best another Christian podcast content. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Good afternoon and welcome to the Another Christian Podcast with your host Joey Hancock. And Ben Turkwell. It's great to be here today, Ben. Um, it's probably worth mentioning right off the bat that Jordan's not with us. We This is sort of a tester podcast for us, this episode. It's not going to be a full episode. If it's good content, we'll release it. If it's not, doesn't matter. You won't hear it. But Jordan couldn't be here at the moment. He's We're just in the setting up phases of the podcast, so he doesn't quite have his equipment already. So that's why he's not here today. I guess if this is good, it's going to be like a 0.5 episode, if you ask me. Like, I don't know, it might be 10.5, might be 100.5. Who knows? I might find it on the hard drive in a couple years' time. But Ben, I wanted to start off with a little something. How did we meet? How did we meet? That's a good question, Joe. I can't really remember. <laughs> So we went to Bible college, right? Yeah, we went to Bible college. But how did me and you personally meet at Bible college? I can't remember. So basically, I went for this. I think I think it was probably related to events team or events rep, right? So so Joey Joey got voted on. There's there's a thing called the SRC, which is basically the student union. Um, it used to be. It's been changed now. Um, and Joey was voted on as an events rep. He was a year above me. Um, and. I went for year rep and then Joey's wife actually turned to me and said, you know, I'm going to, um, I'm going to go for year rep instead. She stole it right out from under you. I, I know properly canvassed did. for it. I got loads of votes. I told, I told her to It was unbelievable. Well. I was like, I've got this, I've got this in the bag. And then she turned to me the night before and she was like, yeah, I just really feel like God's telling me I need to. And so I was like, how can I argue with God? Right. Yeah. No, I, I do remember you graciously stepped back and then you went for the events rep role which is great i mean rest in peace src <laughs> it was a good time we had good time i think we we were both on the src for about two weeks before no, it stopped. we were there for longer it was countless because because we were there and there was loads of people who dropped off before us and then and then we got a reform so uh we got yeah. kicked off the team we had our own reformation it was it was fantastic so basically then uh i met joey that way he was sort of the year above me so he sort of taught me the events team stuff and <laughs> and then we were able to create our own team together which was fun yeah like it was great i'm i mean my story of how i met you is slightly different so how did we meet then how do you think we met yeah like i think we met like in that week there was sort of a lot of social events and that i can't remember if that was the year that i did speed dating was it that year i think it was 
Is that when we started it? And it was terrible because of content. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like you weren't there. You weren't running it at that time. But we, I'd started running the speed dating. Yeah. I remember now. Like obviously speed dating, really cool thing. Doesn't really work out in a Bible college. Let's be honest. Like, I don't know. Ev- everyone sort of wants to be in a relationship at Bible college. So <laughs> setting them all up in speed dating. <laughs> It's not really helping the system. I can't system. really remember so, for this first year speed dating. I can just remember doing it with uh, with another college mate of yours, Barney Hooper, when we went around and did it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he paired up with you on that on No, that, that was night. second year. Like, we did it in That pairs. was second year. Oh, okay. All right. So, okay, makes sense. And so we did it first, and then we did it again. Because it worked so well, I commissioned for it to go again i'm pretty yeah, sure and i tried to do it in my third year but none of my team would have it because they thought it was so bad yeah, I can have... oh it was amazing but like anyway look christian speed dating great great chance to get to meet people ben met a load of people like that's all i'm saying that's where i'll leave I, it at i don't know what you're like on like you met a I lot did. of people a lot of friends some of them might be listening probably not I'd, if i'm honest if anyone is listening to this other than me i don't even think jordan will listen to this you'll just be I think he'll just be too bitter and Jordan will back me. He'll be too bitter at the fact he wasn't invited to this one. He will be bitter, but he will listen to it years down. So that's how we met, I guess, somewhere, somewhere within our first week of of regions. I remember you asked me to join your youth team, which I guess was because someone else dropped out. No, no one dropped out, mate. Like I saw you, I scouted you, I was watching you. No, because someone, you asked someone else, you asked a female to do it. And the female said, yes, they do it. And then, it was like the Thursday, and they said to the, said to you, "Oh no, I can't do it anymore." I remember that now. Actually, yeah, you are right. No, you weren't my not. first choice, mate. But, uh, Sorry. No, but it was good. It was good. We had a we had a good time. We had a really good time with um doing the youth work together. It was it was fun. Um, yeah, we really I grew loved it. I, I grew our friendship, I guess, because every Friday we had we were forced to spend time with each other. Yeah, and like with a group of young yeah, people as well. And we, yeah, so that was good. Shout out yeah. to uh, Worcester Lifehouse. Whoop, whoop. Um, but yes, anyway, uh, moving on. Yeah, I think now's a good time for us to have a little transition into our next section. What is the best meal deal? Ben, obviously this is completely stolen from the Jackmates podcast. Um, and I'm using it because genuinely, before I even listened to the Jackmates podcast, this always came up in a conversation with me. I love my meal deals, but I'm going to ask you, starting off, I think there's a big question. Where are you going for your meal deal? I mean, it's it's without a doubt the best meal deals are at Tesco. Oh, I knew you were going to say it. There's there's no other place that is have on par meal deals than Tesco. Asda, we're going to start with Asda. Now, I don't know if I can be, I don't know if I can be told off by this. They can't really sue me, can they? But they don't really have a meal deal, do they? No, well, they've sort of brought something in now, but it is still poor. It is bad. Do you know what, though? Like, the reason why I'm, I'm not against what you're saying with Tesco's, I agree, in terms of variety, it's the best one. There's one sandwich they don't have, and it really disappoints me, and it's why... I'm going for Morrison's. I don't think... Oh, yeah, I have. I was about to say, I haven't had a Morrison's meal deal, but I have. So, okay then. So, I'm going for Morrison's, you're going for Tesco's. Because here's the thing. Here's the, this is the reason why. Okay. 
you're going on based on sandwiches. Yeah. But if you're getting a meal deal... You're going based off £2.80 smoothies. No. No, no, no. I'm going based off a of pasta. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sort of hearing where you're going now. Okay. What's your main then? Let's hear it. Well, you, you've got to go for like a chicken and bacon pasta. Now, I, I don't like tomato, so if there's tomato in it, I'm not having it. Okay, so you're not having pasta in your meal deal ever because they're all tomato. No, they're not. This is where Tesco... This is where Tesco wins. Chicken and bacon. You've got tuna and sweet corn ones. They are some of them are fantastic. Are these the ones in like the sort of square dish? And yeah, not this isn't in like, like a pot. The... Okay, all right, no, yeah, I'm sort of with you there. You get a good portion as well. Exactly. You get more. For... You get. This is the thing with Tesco. You get two like... meals. Ex- this is exactly it. Okay. So, and you're going for a sandwich. I'm going for a sandwich. I'm obviously at Morrison's, and I've already said it's something that you can't get at Tesco's. I'm pretty sure. Anytime I've tried, it's it's mind-boggling, isn't it? Because I'm sat there thinking it should be at Tesco's. I'm expecting you to say something like absolutely mad now, like bacon and egg. Bacon and egg, what, like a breakfast one? <laughs> yeah, like um, a breakfast sandwich. No, that's not what I'm saying. Like, what I'm saying... Right, what is it? What is the sandwich? It's a chicken triple, Ben. I am almost certain they do them in Tesco. They do them in Marks and Spencers. Yeah, they do them in Marks and Spencers, because that's Marks and Spencers. But I've never seen a chicken triple at Tesco's. Any time I've went for a meal deal at Tesco's, they've got your innocent smoothies for the cost of the entire meal deal, but they don't have the chicken triple. I need the chicken and sweet corn. I need the chicken and stuff, and I need the chicken and bacon. I don't just want two okay. of one of those. I want one of each. To be honest... Chicken and sweet corn, absolute banger of a sandwich. Oh, I rate it. It's so good. And it's, actually, it's the best one, the triple. It's mm. the underdog. It's underrated, but it's so good. If they haven't got a chicken triple in Morrison's, I'm just getting a chicken and sweet corn. Oh, yeah. I, I feel that. I do. I do. I understand that. I, I got to rate it for that reason. The mayonnaise, the other sandwiches, it. the other ones, I don't care about really. Like they're fine, but I don't really care about it. But the chicken and sweet corn saved you. Yeah, like. If it's either that or a chicken, bacon and stuffing, but that's not where I am. I'm on that chicken triple and I'm not, I'm not moving. Okay, so so what, what are you getting drinks? Oh, we're going drinks instead of snack snacks. Okay, all right. So snacks, snacks are like, a, you can get a dessert with snacks. It's like afters, isn't it? If I say drinks, it's got, to, I'm partial to a fizzy, you know? I know you get like the £2.50 smoothies and that and they taste delicious, but I'm going for like a Fanta fruit twist because I want that oh. refresh. I want to be refreshed. It's just it's just good, isn't it? It's Fanta great. fruit twist. Oh, there's nothing like drinking something that you know shouldn't be that color. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's brilliant. Uh, Fanta fruit twist. All right. I think though, for me, it's a difficult one. Um, I think I'm going to go for like a, a one of those coffee things. What, like the little Starbucks coffee things? Yeah, I think so. Are you getting your meal deals really late at night? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. That was my my my, regi- my time at Bible College. My time at Regents was literally Tesco Express about 10 o'clock just before it closed at 11. Getting that, getting meal, that meal deal. deal. Ready for the next day of essays. Or no. No, not even ready. No, I'm having it then. You're having it then. <laughs> Going back to the library and not doing your work. Basically, that was my Regents time. So, um. Okay. Hey, right. but I still I still got a degree. You're you've already said alluded to like a dessert. What are you getting as your snack? Right. So it's two things, and I can't I can't pick one because it depends on my mood when I turn up. If I want in something sweet, I'm getting a chocolate brownie. 
A chocolate brownie. I'm getting a chocolate brownie. Don't argue with me. It's I'm, a fantastic choice. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm just a bit, yeah. I wish Jordan was here. <laughs> I'm getting a chocolate brownie, but if not, I'm getting beef-flavoured hula hoops. Oh, they're good. I've got to give you that. Beef-flavoured hula hoops. Hit the spot. Oh, they, and, and also, because when you're getting a meal deal, you get a bigger bag. Yeah. i got to tell you, though, I'm against that chocolate brownie for one reason. I'm pretty sure they're quite small. And I'm sat there. Do you get two in them? Like two little ones? Or is it literally just the one? It's just a, a one little block. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I'm sat there, like if I'm having a brownie, I need a slab. But the issue is, it's better than like a, a serene cake. Yeah, but it's not better than like a boost. You're, you're not getting a boost. I'm getting a boost. But I'm not getting a boost <sighs> in mine. I'm not getting a boost in mine. Because I'm at Morrison's, you see. And they have something else at Morrison's that I don't believe... Well, actually, no, I have seen at Tesco's, but when I was getting them while we was at uni, they never really had them. And you're not going to like it, Ben. No one's going to like it. What is it? I'm a fan of a boiled egg, Ben. <laughs> oh, my days. <laughs> what on it? Like, can we stop here? This is... I've had enough. <laughs> what on it? Right, here's the thing. So we're going to ask... We're going to do this again with Jordan. We're going to ask the same question to Jordan. Yeah. And you're going to tell him that you get a boiled egg. I'll tell him I'm that I get so, a boiled egg. I am so disappointed with you. It's on occasion. I'm similar to you. It depends on my mood. But, like, say I'm getting a chicken triple. It's quite a heavy sandwich. <laughs> like, not, I don't think and, I need... And a boiled, more protein <laughs> is going to help you. Yeah. It's, it's always a heavy sandwich, you know. It's quite it's quite a lot. So I'm going to have a boiled egg. Yeah. Like, And honestly, there's nothing better... Then cracking open that wrapper and your entire car being flooded with that smell. I was, do you know what? I was sat here thinking, I was sat here thinking he's going to say a fruit pot or something stupid like that. And you've absolutely blown my expectations out of the park. A boiled egg. <laughs> I am not impressed. Ben, I need, Can we move on? No, no, we're, no, we're no, no. Before on. we move on, I need to mention it's not just one boiled egg. It is two. And without further ado, we're going to start getting into our main topic of the podcast. Today we're going to look at a J. John video. Um, if you guys know J. John, is it's Canon J. John, isn't it, Ben? I'm pretty sure you know quite a bit about yep. him. I'm probably certain you're going to get into a little bit about that in a second. Um, but today, he a little while ago, he filmed a video with Mike Pilavachi talking about his journey. And there's one main part that I want to talk about. It's like the last seven minutes where they're talking about the the coming generation and i want to talk really briefly about that with you in a minute ben but before that you watched the whole video i've also watched the whole video and there was something that really jumped out to you wasn't there why don't you let us know what that is yeah so jay john is is into in, during the, the video he is uh canon jay john is interviewing mike pilavacci mike pilavacci of if you don't know um started up a youth camp called Soul Survivor, which if you're from Britain, you've probably heard of. It's one of the biggest Christian, well, it was the biggest Christian youth camp. I think even if you're not a Christian, you might have heard of it. Huge. Um, absolutely massive. And so he started and headed this up. Um, he's a part of a church called Soul, uh, Soul Survivor Church in Watford. Now, the youth camp he stopped doing. Yeah. Um, and he just really felt like God, he, he said before that he was running it as long as God was telling him to do it. But he said, as, as soon as God tells me to stop, I've just got to stop. Like, yeah. no matter how, how big it is, no matter what we could do with it, as soon as God says stop, I'm going to stop. And he just really felt like God said to him, this is your last year, uh, or it's going to be your last year uh, at this point. And so he's just stopped. He had, you know, how many people would you average? 
or you're talking well when i was working there i've worked there a couple of times over the course of the three weeks because it was three weekly events um you're talking easily around 30,000 30 to 35,000 maybe sometimes more absolutely incredible and so so uh jay john's just having this conversation about this idea that he's stopped these soul survivor events now is that at its peak surely you know he's built a they've built it up to this and he's just stopped and jay john used this little phrase which is just sort of a throwaway phase but it really 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 stuck with me and he just says this uh let me just get it up it says guide uh, god is guiding our steps but he's also guiding our stops He's guiding our steps, but he's also guiding our stops. I just thought it was really useful. So if you're listening to this right now and you feel like you're stuck in a rut, just remember that God's guiding your stops. Mm. Um, it really spoke to me, actually, in, in what I'm doing, because it's so easy to say, you know, uh, God, you, you guide my steps. Take me somewhere. Um, but the moment we feel stuck, it's like, why do I feel stuck? God, God, why, why have you put me in this yeah. place? Why do I feel like I'm stuck in this? Whatever's going around me. Um, but it's just remembering that actually God, God, ordains that god says do you know what this is a time for you to stop that was all it was just a little thing that i just thought it was worth mentioning i think that's great and i think this is a good opportunity now for us before we get into our final section of the the podcast where we're going to talk about the main topic the last seven minutes of that video Okay, so uh, we're going to move on now to the last sort of seven minutes of this YouTube video. Obviously, we can't play it for you. Uh, but if you do have time after this, it's well worth looking at what's just put onto YouTube. J. John. We'll chuck it in the description. Even better for us. We'll chuck it in the description. Um, straightforward. So you just click on that and you'll be able to watch it. Really, really good video. Well worth the watch. But the last seven minutes, Joey's just going to talk a little bit about to sort of explain what what it is about those last seven minutes that you think it is worth talking about on the podcast yeah so i'm gonna give a bit of a brief background i first watched this video or first heard about this video at my church's prayer meeting we were doing a prayer meeting this sunday just gone um and we were looking really focusing on this last five five to seven minutes of this video looking at how the church as it is now needs to be raising up a generation they were talking i'm not i'm not one for church bashing i don't i'm not a big fan i don't think that's what they're doing here i think it's an honest review of where they see the church and that's completely fine i'm all right with that um i'm not against that at all in any way i do that personally and just to really add on to that as well, they're talking from experience of people who run a church and are, are really involved within the church. Yeah, you're talking combined 60 odd years of experience here. So, but they're looking at the the raising up of a generation and saying right now, as a nation, are we raising up? young people or people that are on fire for christ they use the term radicalization i'm not going to use that i'm going to use the term on fire for christ living for christ this whole aspect of all of their life is devoted to christ whatever it is comes first and then anything else comes after they're talking about this and this idea of raising up this generation and something that stood out to me in our prayer meeting is we were talking about we were praying into this like how do we raise up this generation and stuff like that? We need this generation to come. 
we like i agree we need this generation to come but is it young people like that's something that really stood out to me is this idea of this generation that we're supposed to raise up is that the young people in our church or is that the people currently just in our church could be anyone could be doris age 70 sat at the back well i think it's we always talk about i think it's worth saying we always talk about church, uh, the, the the christian cliche is that you know um, our youth is the next generation it's like no you're not the next generation you're the generation now to make the difference but we put so much emphasis just on solely youth that we forget people yeah you know just as a whole that this idea that there are people in our churches youth and adults and oaps who are sat down in the churches and they're just playing church yeah and i think I think we actually put a lot of pressure on young people. We put a lot of our hopes and expectations for ourselves on this generation. And I don't think that's what we should be doing. I think this next generation that we could be talking about, this this generation on fire for Jesus and living each day as an outpouring of that, I don't think that's the young people. Because who's going to raise them up? Am I, am I going to do it? I want to do it. But I feel like I need to be that. And I feel like the people in the church already need to be that i'm i'm not bagging on bagging on these people i think these people are already doing great things and a lot of people in our church in my church great things like some incredible stuff is going on and there is an outpouring of jesus going on in this place i think we run the risk of putting too much hope on the next generation because if we're to raise that generation who a, who's raising us, um, and B, what are we going to do about it? Like, this is what they talk about in the video quite a bit. They open their Bible, they read their Bible. Ah, oh, I'm not doing that, I've got to change. Ah, oh, this is, this, I feel like I need to be doing this, I need to change. Spot on. That's That's all I think it is to live out the will of Christ, is to open your Bible. I'm not doing that, I need to change. That's sort of what I wanted to bre- really briefly talk about there is, is putting the pressure on the young people, or the, our ho- pressure's not the right word, is us putting our hopes on the young people the right thing? Do you think it's neglecting our role? Like, hey, you guys can go and change the world. We, we, we're trying to get them to go forth and, and do incredible things. But within that, which is great because, you know, young people can do that and have the, the potential to do that within that as, you know, 35 year olds, 40 year olds in the church or 23 year olds in the church. We're forgetting that it's actually our duty as well to go. Yeah, I think that's totally it. I, I think there's some unintentional offloading of responsibility there. And I don't think anyone does it on purpose. I just think life, life catches up and sometimes you need a bit of a reminder to get back on it get back on the train don't let it leave without you don't miss this opportunity like because that's the thing if you miss the opportunity you don't know when the train's going to come around again but also there's plenty of people in the kingdom that will do it what if you do it wouldn't it be amazing if you did it i think it's it's worth saying as well we you know we put so much pressure on to youth we always say to youth i'll oh, bring your friends along to, 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 to youth on friday we look at the person telling it and they're not inviting anyone from their work. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm with you. Like I'm completely to blame for that in my life. I think the last per and this is me holding my hands up because I'm actually guilty of this and I need to change it now. 
now that I'm saying it, because I need to change it now. The last person I brought to church was my mum about five years ago. What a lovely lady, by the way. What a lovely lady. Big up to Mrs. G. Absolutely incredible. And I think it's it's realising that, do you know what? I'm not doing my part, but I can do my part. Mm. And particularly when we come to youth and we're talking about youth, the conversation shifted a bit more now towards this idea that are we telling youth to do stuff that we aren't doing ourselves? If we feel that fear of inviting someone from our workplace, our social group or whatever to come to church, how much more are youth going to feel it? Because they are driven into this school anxiety that I need to fit in here. And as we mature as people, we know I am who I am in Christ and I don't need to, you know, impress this person, that person or anyone else. And we say things like that, but yet we're we're too nervous to go down down the street and, and invite that person. Invite our next door neighbour, say, hey, by the way, my, my church is doing this cool barbecue thing. Would you like to come? Obviously, when lockdown is lifted. Um, and, and so, yeah, it's, it's, it's well worth a thought. It's well worth a talk to say, how could we then as a church change that? Yeah. And I think it's really as well changing with the times. Like it's now never been easier to bring someone to church than it currently is. It's... Mm. I guess some people will say, yeah, but it's not really church. Like, it is church. It's people gathering in the in the digital space. Like, that's that's still church. And currently, it's all we've got. Like, I know in, in Elim, ch- some churches are meeting, and that's great. Mine's not. Like, and a lot of other churches aren't. And that's, like, that's how it is. Um, So being able to gather in that place online and invite your friends to that. I mean... I guess there needs to go. It needs to go a bit further than sharing it on your newsfeed, for example. Like I look at my wife Abs, and she did this brilliantly over the past week. Um, she she paints Bibles for on like a bit of a sighting. Like she really enjoys doing it, and she does some really great stuff. Um, and she meets a lot of people by doing it. And sometimes she just goes, "Hey, yeah, like check out our online service. Like if you're looking for a church, like." A lot of new Christians want a Bible. And there's that thing of, she's painted a Bible for her and she said, why don't you come check this out? And someone came along on Sunday. And I'm sat there like, that's not just a sharing thing. Like, she's actively had that conversation. Um, yeah. And I'm sure many people out there are doing that. I'm sure so many people out there are doing that. And I think that's it. I, we can't we can't sit here and say, this is what you need to do. This is the instruction manual. Because at the end of the day, who are we to even say that? This is a... Three friends from Bible college having a little chat about some things theolo- theological sometimes, but what we can say is just do what you can, like whatever that is. You know, I was uh, so uh, we've probably spoken about it before, but um, I started a YouTube channel. The reason behind it was this idea that I'm doing nothing right now to spread this God. I'm doing nothing right now to talk about God to anyone, and so I decided, you know what, I've got to start a YouTube channel that it feels right. I made this YouTube channel and within the first video, second video, I had like two, three non-Christians turn to me and was like, hey, I watched your video. I really love it. And it's like, these are these are genuinely not non-Christians, but I had an opportunity to go and do something to make a, a voice be known, to try and bridge a gap somewhere, to share YouTube videos of me talking. And that's all they are. And within that, I've been able to sort of make an impact in a way that I wouldn't if I just didn't do it you know and so it's that thought of what can you just do and that might be a conversation with a mate it might be um 
showing generosity to someone and, and starting a conversation up. I think that's one of the best ways to be able to do it. By the way, if if you're if you're sat there right now and you've got workmates and you're like, yeah, that's great, you're saying this, but I just don't know how. I don't have the courage to do. It. I don't know how to start a conversation up. It's showing generosity, like just giving some buying someone a drink, giving something to someone, saying, hey, I, I just thought about you, and showing that difference because then they naturally have those questions to say, why would you do that? Yeah, I'm with that. I think that's probably a good place for us to leave it for today. Um. I don't know, and we, Ben, obviously doesn't know whether or not this episode is ever going to make it live. Obviously, this is sort of two, well, this is two-thirds of the group, and we don't ever like to act without a third, because normally that third gets incredibly jealous. <laughs> incredibly moody. Yeah. I'm expecting, when when we tell him, well, we haven't actually told him about this yet, because, as we say, it is just sort of a test run, but the content could be good enough to actually use and we might use it and at that point and only that point he will be made aware in fact i think i'm just gonna like timestamp this section this last little bit and that's how we're gonna tell him i'm just gonna say listen to this from this little bit <laughs> onwards so jordan if you're listening we love you mate sorry pat sorry we had to do that do this so we thank you for joining us on another Christian podcast this week. It's just been me and Ben, but we've had a great time. What do you think, Ben? Yeah, I missed George, but what can you say? What can you say? I think I missed him more because of your boiled egg comment, but you know. I can understand that. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. I've enjoyed the the quiet. I've also really enjoyed, so I edit these episodes, I've really enjoyed not having to edit out all of his random outbursts, which we he hasn't even, we haven't even recorded together yet. But we both know, me and you, Ben, we both know they're going to be in there. Oh, well, I can't wait to uh, to keep going with it. Um, as we say, thank you for listening. By the way, if you've stuck with us this long, yeah, and it's been great. We hope you've liked this little point five episode, and we will speak to you again soon on the Another Christian podcast. See you later. Bye.